Overload. <laughs> where <Yeah>. we will be <laughs> covering 100 films. Wow. I really mess this up every time. It was 100 films. Great. We got that. So we got, it was Movie Overload. We got the 100 films. What, I mean. Which movies? What, I what, say the what same thing every time, right? I we, yeah. I mean, I guess all there is left to say at the intro at the start. Just fuck start Woody over? Allen. Oh, this is true. Yeah. You're almost done. I mean, <laughs> we already did it. Okay. Well, that's the intro. Hooray. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we good. are banking them. My, my or we are not banking them. This is the last bank. So, today. you know, once you get to that third one, it's like, what even? With the wildest, this is perhaps the hardest part of my to job with the intro, yes. and I still forget. I'm like, I look at it, and I'm like, yeah. Well, there's movies and and overload. <laughs> a, tr- a trip to the moon, to Parasite, and everything in between. And avoiding Woody Allen at all costs. What a what weird guy. Screw that guy. Not a not a fun time. No. Nope. Yep. Anyway. Cool. Well, um, hi. I oh. my name is Reese. You are? I don't yeah, I am. Who are, which one oh. are you today? I I think I'm Hunter. You I think are? I was Hunter last time. Alright, you I can still let's am. just go with Hunter. I gotta and repeat. Okay, so I'm Reese. I'll, I'll be Reese. You'll okay. be Hunter and yeah. then I'll be Hananana. Whoa. Okay. That works. Hannah, for cool. sure. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's easy. Make me keeps it simple. Yeah. Yes. Cool. So uh what pod uh what what episode I'm talking is this? About my favorite podcast. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I felt too insecure to say anything. The pause. <laughs> um talking about a movie. We're talking about movies Which today. It's weird for us, but we're doing it. We're we're just gonna try something out. See, yeah. you know, maybe if talking about movies is gonna maybe get us a bit more shout us traction. out in the comments yeah. if that's a good thing to talk about. Yeah, if you like, movies. should try it sometime. Uh, for our selection today, which was really just this week because we <laughs> did other things today. I'm just stumbling through this. <laughs> you got this. We're, we watched <laughs> Duck Soup just now. Woo woo! Hooray! Duck it's Soup. A, Who directed a, Duck Soup? Uh, Leo McCary. Yeah. Who did movies that I don't know uh, around that same period in nineteen around nineteen thirty three, which was when this came out. Same, starring four Marx Brothers. All four. All four. Holy heck! One of them I really didn't know uh, what the fourth one was. He wasn't hardly in there. Um, I had to look to confirm which one he was. Uh, he was. He did not have a big role. Was he the guy that was just dancing with yeah. four of in them? Those, yeah, those final shots during the big music in the last bit. There was a fourth guy, and that was him. Okay. Zeppo. So, like, the attractive one's the boring one that we can ignore. Right. Because he's not yeah, funny. Yeah, like, I saw this, like, weird stuff about him. And, like, he l- he left the group after this, basically. Like, he was kind of acting with them before. And he didn't keep doing that after this because he was tired of kind of being <laughs> written down and <laughs> the butt of jokes. And it right. wasn't good. He kind of got shafted. So. Rough. Yeah. He's sad. But, I mean, at the same time, it wasn't that it was, he did not stand out. I don't know. But, you know, I, I guess he, that... He tended to... I guess he was usually, like, the straight man-ish. Right. Uh, in these kinds of things. But that would have made more really sense <laughs> to make him the, like, ambassador dude then. Right. I don't know. Weird. Uh, well, good anyway, I guess we can't really debate the casting choices. What's done is done yep. at this point. It's pretty It's pretty out there. It's pretty much done years almost 90 years ago. So. Yep. That's crazy. Rough. What's Duck Soup about? Why it's, is it called Duck Soup? I don't know. There's uh, ducks at the beginning. They went through a lot of titles on this, and I think they probably just went with something with ducks because they had named their other movies with animal stuff. Gotcha. There was like horse feathers and animal crackers and 
stuff. Animal crackers. I think I've seen animal soup. crackers actually. Yeah. I can't that remember. That sounds really familiar. They're all just kind of animal. They have a, a series of like animal related titles, but this one was like firecrackers, and then it was cracked ice, and then it was grasshoppers, and then it was duck soup. Duck soup. There Weird. doesn't seem to be any. I mean, I guess that fits. I guess maybe that's where Monty Python got their thing because they had a lot of weird names for stuff. Like one yeah, time they, they wanted to call their sketch comedy group parrot sketch, not included. Mm. Yes. Uh, there was one That's that great. was, what was it called? Like owl folding time or something oh, like yeah. that. I think that was the thing. So that they, they always went through a bunch of things and then eventually they ended up with Monty Python's flying circus, but they weren't actually trying to call themselves Monty Python. That just was a mm. random name. The, sh- the show name was just Monty Python's flying circus, but then that ended up becoming their brand of being right. Monty Python. Yeah. That bit's easier to carry into other things. Yeah, that are not. So maybe they were just comedy. trying to riff off the Marx Brothers because I mean, heck, their comedic style is definitely a big definitely, riff. Definitely influential. Yeah. Know. Anyway, it was a good. It's interesting. It, it was funny. <laughs> it was yeah, very entertaining. It was wild. <laughs> there was there were some really solid bits there that had us something rolling. Yeah. And shocked. Yeah, <laughs> and some bits that were like, oh. Uh. We're going to talk about those because uh-huh. they're actually kind of significant for why this movie matters Interesting. in a way. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Do we want to talk about, well, I took a, a few notes on where they came from. Yeah, that's what they were doing before. Mm-hmm. Um, much like the previous movie that I covered, <laughs> uh, The General. Right. Check it out. Um, these uh, Mark Brother, Mark's brothers were also like vaudeville and like Broadway stage actors gotcha. doing comedy routines tell. and stuff. You can, yeah, yeah you totally. Can totally. Like a lot tell. of stuff that's in this would totally work. Yeah, it's like stage. watching a play. And I guess like a couple of their first features were like adaptations of like stage plays that they had done. I think original plays. Um, so then they were kind of doing this stuff. I think I saw like their first work in films. Like they had this five film contract deal with Paramount. And mm. Duck Soup was the final movie in that contract. And gotcha. But they had been kind of like the relations between them had been kind of rough before like paramount was doing weird things and like restructuring and but was also like not making very much money like they were near bankrupt i think dang when like the last marx brothers movie had been like done really well the one before this one had like i think it was horse feathers like they did really good and they were like okay we'll just make another one really quickly and then they made duck soup and it was like not that great (laughs) (laughs) this is another in the long running series of movies we have where like people didn't really like it at the time it came out and it was i saw they noted it is it was a disappointment to the studio but not necessarily a failure like a flop gotcha like it was still like the sixth highest grossing movie that year but like they just didn't make as much money as they wanted it to make it didn't make all the money so Mm. it was a problem gotcha so, so is that why it was disappointing or were they disappointed with like the content part I of it? I think they were disappointed just with the financial return. Yeah. And then they, they ended up parting ways just because of all the stress of making this and it was so weird. And Big right. So they got out of there after this. Mm. But anyway. But this, this one seems to be the one that's like most right. well known yeah, now. Yeah, so it aged really well. And like even just kind of similar to the general and all these other things, like even just a few decades later, people were looking back on this and being like, no, that was probably their best one. Right. Like this is... This seems to be kind of considered the peak of their career, or at least the films that they did. It was pretty great. It's pretty wild. There's a lot there's a lot going on here. It's a pretty tight 70 minutes. Not even. Yeah. I think it's like, like 63 or something. something like that. Ridiculous. It's pretty close, yeah. Pretty Somewhere good. Yeah. Yeah. 
the humor kind of reminded me of old Disney cartoons, mm-hmm. like even yeah. Alice in Wonderland type humor, like the Tweedledum Tweedledee dynamic mm-hmm. between the two yeah, oh yeah, guys, that. like mm-hmm. totally reminded Wacky me of that. Kind of absurd, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, just the There are different types of comedy. Definitely rang to me of like the Looney Tunes show mm-hmm. all the way up through yes. like Pink Panther and Ant and the Aardvark. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys ever, ever watched that one growing up, but so. there's like there was almost specific gags in this that I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that gag like three times in the mm-hmm. Ant and the Aardvark. Right. Yeah, some of these definitely were carried on. Like the notable one is like the mirror joke. Yeah. Where they're like seen that reflecting before. each other. Like mm-hmm. that was around in a way before this, I guess, like in some short films and probably on stage too. Um, and that, of course, existed after. Like, it's been riffed on many yeah. times. It's a classic. Bugs Bunny feels like a riff off of Groucho in some Maybe. ways. Yeah. Like I can some see that. some elements of his people. speech in particular. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Give him a, a carrot instead of a cigar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, everybody has those, like, Groucho glasses. Mm-hmm. Right. The eyebrows and the mustache. Boy, he's got a mustache. Yeah. I mean, that looks like a piece of duct tape on If it were real. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, but like, (laughs) it's just so exaggerated. It's so great. (laughs) It's awesome. And I like he just, he he immediately jumps into the film and just starts just being the worst person to literally everybody. (laughs) And the joke is like, haha, look at really, really uncomfortably awkward not nice person yep. is in charge of the entire country mm-hmm. isn't that, was, that, that the joke. funny guy it was supposed to be funny like they weren't uh-huh. trying to say anything i think right. i think it was just it's just funny it was just funny because <laughs> yep. like basically post 2016 it kind of has a new meaning of like i mean man it is funny yeah but it's almost funnier that that seemed ridiculous at the time right <laughs> it's it definitely aged in an interesting way with like the way it's viewed politically because mm-hmm. it, it sounds like at the time it was like um like one of the reasons it was kind of looked down on a little bit was because it was so satirical of like politics and war like you know world war one wasn't that long before this so right. like coming off of that like being, with the trench like, people were probably, yeah exactly yeah. Like, people were probably still like hey <laughs> we're, we're not something to joke about guys but then you hit like the Vietnam War, and people kind of came back to this and were like, "Oh my God, war is stupid." Yeah, like, right. We, we oh, do we do sense. start wars over yeah. like random nonsense, mm-hmm. and it just kind of gains new life every once in a while, I guess. And there's definitely been a few pieces written about it as well, kind of looking back on it in recent years. Yeah, <laughs> it was really so, interesting. Yeah, it definitely. Like, yeah, I can see it being less notable at the time mm-hmm. than it is now but yeah right. like just coincidentally it's just aged really well yeah based off of its subject matter mm-hmm. and man there are some jokes in there that are just like not not okay yep but it's like right. yeah. sort of done in this way of like well you know Groucho's playing the worst person ever mm-hmm. so like it's not exactly like representing their views you know yeah. what I mean I think so yeah but That's like true. it's funny because it's kind of offensive yeah, it's, insulting. I think people. it'd be super offensive because right. then you roll like that's in the 1930s, and then later you roll into the 50s where all these laws and regulations are put out. Like, so it actually to keep happened media a lot appropriate sooner than. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And that's part of the other side of the interesting story about this, is that it is a pre-code movie. 
Um, So there was a, so I think what would become like the MPAA regulations, Mm -hmm. like I think decades later, probably in like the fifties around that time. um, I, oh my gosh, I think I wrote down the full name. They put too many words together when they made these things. That makes sense. It's ridiculous. They shortened it to the Hayes code because that was the the guy who wrote him. Uh, But they were just like that set of very moralistic regulations on what should and should not be in movies like what's okay because they're like oh movies can like influence people to do bad things if we don't look at things correctly in movies so we have to monitor what's in them and that started in like 1930 i think Hmm. but then like there was a period of a few years where like they couldn't really enforce it Mm. oh and it was very loose and this came out in 33 and they didn't really start getting enforced until 34 so there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's like thumbing its nose at the code oh, which is why i, I wanted see. to talk about the thing say. with the horse <laughs> because i saw i think on just the wikipedia article or the imdb trivia page specifically noted that one as like part of the code was that like you couldn't show a man and woman in bed together yeah so they're like they showed the man's shoes and the woman's shoes and the horse shoes <laughs> And then, like, they're all <laughs> kind of in bed together. Well, they or cut it, separate it, beds. When they cut to, yeah, the woman is in a separate bed, yeah, okay, and the horse and the guy are in the same right. bed. And it totally is just like, I guess it was just trying to make fun of that kind of rule and just being like, look, yeah. right. <laughs> it's like a guy and a horse in bed so together. Even the How scene where he, like, sees the girl about to get in the bath yeah. through the window, like, and she's kind of undressed yeah, i was like no, whoa totally. modesty was a huge there's thing too that, and yeah. especially in like the 50s yeah the visuals so and the jokes there's a lot of stuff that was that flew in this one because it wasn't being regulated as much that definitely probably would not have gotcha flown in even sense. a year or two later like but yeah i've always been curious why in like old movies and whatever or like in the dick van dyke show or something there's like two mm-hmm. separate twin beds I was right. like, is that how people is that that's just how it was right back no they just yeah. weren't allowed to show you yeah two people in bed it's very weird it's so weird no your art cannot thing. imitate life how dare you yeah it's inappropriate it, it was Think very the weird there's, there's a very long long wikipedia article about it mm-hmm. about like all the stuff you can find in just those few years before things were enforced and i don't know it's it's kind of complicated and there's a lot and of now it, we have intimacy coordinators yeah. on set <laughs> like right yeah it just it definitely, definitely changed over time changed like, a lot it, it really was like there's all this stuff about like like this weird catholic movement behind it and kind of catholic roots underneath the moralism of it all and just like hmm. i don't know just kind of just people crusading for this kind of stuff mm. of like people are gonna see this stuff and think it's okay like maybe even like studies about like more bad behavior popping up when movies with questionable content were going around and like it was weird hmm. and now it's and then we kind of got out of that like things got better of course once you had like a rating system All right but that like, was a lot they later. didn't want to mess with just having like the adults only section or something like they were just like we can't deal with that right now yeah then like when this was new so that is they didn't until they did we got the mpaa thank goodness and we got that stratified system and there's still some things that are weird about it. Yeah. Though. Like, for example, it's, it's gotten better. You can drop oh, an F bomb in a right. PG 13 movie. But, but if you say one more, one. right, you're an R rated movie. It's very odd. Yeah. It's like, why? Why draw the line? <laughs> it's and a what happened in the 80s? 
Well, I mean, <laughs> as they far as rating have, things, right, yeah, they didn't have PG thirteen um, until like yeah, what basically was, Indiana Jones. Uh, that's what I was. Yeah, that's what it was. So was it? Oh, it was Raiders, was it, but oh, ba- it's basically it, I thought it was Spielberg didn't Temple. want it to be rated R. I thought it was Temple of Doom. Maybe it was Temple, Temple of Doom. I don't Doom, know because Temple of Doom was whack. Yeah, but I thought I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I thought Raiders is rated PG thirteen. I I feel like it's PG. But it, Raiders but has some stuff in there um, that's like yeah, a little totally. Risque. Yeah, it's. It's weird. Yeah. But I, I think... Uh, oh, Red Dawn uh, is coming up. Oh, Temple of Doom was PG. Yes. Red Dawn was PG-13. Gotcha. There you go. So so basically the idea was like, uh, we can't get people to see our movies if they're rated R, so we got to have a rating system in between PG and R. Yeah, you're like, well... I don't want my children to see it, but it's not bad enough to only keep for adults. PG high schoolers. Shrug. Good times. Yeah, exactly. Man, I'm glad PG-13 existed, or Me I too. would never have seen any movies ever. This Thank is goodness. true. Gosh. I remember when I was first like starting to be able to watch R-rated films, and now at this point, there's just like so many good indie films that mm. are just all have more than one F-bomb, so they're all rated right. R. And at this point, I feel like the majority of movies that I've watched are rated R. Mm-hmm. But like, there was a long time where it's like, ah, oh, I saw a clip of, Bla- of, uh, of Braveheart, and that's like, yeah, all of the rated R anything right. I've ever seen. <laughs> Not and trying to get into a theater, yeah, like, does don't you need somebody who's like? Over twenty one to take you if you're not mm, quite seventeen. If you're underage, yet. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, uh, all of that's Sorry. weird. It's weird that you can have a driver's license, but you can't go see an R-rated movie. Right. Yeah, and you can watch whatever the heck you want so on YouTube. Weird. Right. Mostly, yeah, it's, it's definitely not hard. There's definitely workarounds, but as far as the official screenings of things, right? Well, because you used to work at the movie theater, did. so have you, did you ever have to like kick somebody out? Mm, yes. Kind of. I usually, <laughs> usually try to avoid that. But I was around when it happened, or I helped. I ID'd people. Turned people away. You turned people away? Yeah. R- how did they react? I don't know. They usually were, like, awkward about it. Like, I didn't like really that's get a fake ID. Like, I'm not like, actually oh, 15. Yeah, they really? were just like, oh, oh, okay. Or, they were, or half the time, they were just like, oh, I don't have my ID. Oh, I'm like, you drove here without your ID. Mm, that's convenient. That that's said. disappointing on Bill? multiple levels. No, it, it, I'm gonna have to call the that's police. What I was thinking, though, we all like made fun of people who were like that. We're just like, why? How do you not have your ID? You're supposed to have that on you all the time. Someone told me that at host or wherever I worked as a server one time, <laughs> and I was like IDing them for a drink, and they're like, "Oh man, I I forgot it. I don't have it." I was like, "I yeah. can't sell you nope, anything. Sorry." Especially if it's alcohol, yeah, that's right. a big deal. I mean, this is uh, probably not the best place to reveal this information, but uh, when, when like people want margaritas or whatever, I rarely card them. Just Mm. not really, just because I don't remember, but also mostly I'm like, oh yeah, you're obviously old, right? And like, not like, oh, they're seventy, but like, there's this guy, there's this guy that comes in every once in a while who just is able to grow just enough facial hair that I'm like, I don't, I don't need to see that. Mm -hmm. But also, it's not hard anymore because now the license is is. I don't, I don't even know why we're there, but, <laughs> but you know, it's <laughs> like tried. vertical before you're 21 and then horizontal afterwards. Yeah. So yes. it's like, it's, you don't even have to check the date, which means also it's probably easier to fake because people probably aren't like checking quite as closely anymore. Yeah, totally. And anyway, that's my thought. So my logic is kids, just get a fake ID so you can go see <laughs> oh. 
I don't know what what is is there any I guess nothing's ever coming out anymore ever mm, so not right now. so you can go I see on the rocks well, <laughs> yeah I don't know if there's anything R rated coming out right now probably I mean yeah no it's like rated R? Dune is the only thing ever what is unhinged rated R the Russell Crowe movie probably not anyway okay yeah movies we don't know we finally got i know nothing about 2020 films it literally doesn't exist i'm stuck in the 30s because most of them aren't 2020 movies anymore yeah Yeah, but we got new mutants new mutants 2016 film (laughs) but they want to get like 15 year olds in there so it's probably gonna be it's gonna be pg-13 i don't know womp womp seems like the kind of anyway it would be cool if they made it r-rated it's probably not. It probably I isn't. I, I bet it was it. at one point, and then <sighs> then it, they made it not. That'd be so cool. I still don't think that movie's going to be good. It's probably not. Not after this long. But you know what movie we know for sure is kind of good? Duck Soup. Duck Soup is pretty good. It was a good but time. Anyway, yeah, that's why there's some some weird jokes in there and visuals. The jokes that against sense. women there's were... Just yeah. like cringy, yeah. But There's a lot some of them were stuff, funny. Honestly. Like they were funny in the cringy sense. Right. They still made me laugh, and uh, just right. kind of a I hate whoa. that, but that was yeah. funny. Yeah, mm. I'm just like, whoa, that mm. existed yeah. in a movie. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't even remember. Like some of them were just like, oh, that's that's really not okay, and a decent amount of sexual harassment in this film. Mm. Yeah, totally. But it is not exact it's not exactly like put in this light of it, they're condoning it it's just like this no. is the most ridiculous thing we can possibly do right the yeah. absurdity of it all which it feels very it's python-esque weird. did you have any other like people that it closely inspired um i didn't keep a list i remember the monty python stuff definitely came up i feel like woody allen might have been on the list <laughs> wait sorry i don't i don't even who, who are you talking about i don't uh, uh, Alan, comma Woody. <laughs> oh, fuck him. yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, that no. guy. Do not approve. Not sorry. This, we, at least I don't know. This is a natural mention of him. I think he was on the list. I mean, I, I have seen some of that guy's sorry. films, and yeah, I can see that. His name is Woody, so I mean, yeah, it's not a. <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be that guy. But no, Woody Allen is like uh is like Groucho's character in this. Um except he thinks that that's cool. Oh ah. no. That's an excellent description oh, actually. No. Good job. Ooh. You know what was funny too? Benito Mussolini, the prime minister of Italy at the time, thought this movie was about him. Huh? Really? And got really offended and like banned it in the country. That's and Mark's brother thought that amazing. was really Wait, funny. Wait, what was his name? Benito Mussolini. Calm down, dude. Not everything's they about you. They thought that you. was so funny, though. Like that was like that is pretty succeeded. great. Like even though like apparently when asked, like they did not like nobody intended for this movie to like mean anything. Like they're just like we just did this because it's funny. But then like that happened, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I appreciated the random songs. Yeah, yes. that's funny. it wasn't a full musical. Right. It was just kind of like, oh, we'll sing here. We'll have a full dance number here. I was like, yes. But it's always like used so effectively for a punchline. Yeah, mm-hmm. still, yeah, it still worked. Like they break in the song, wait, like as an introduction for this character, and then he never shows up. And so then they just like keep 
repeating the last like four bars over and over again <laughs> yeah. waiting for him to yeah. show up <laughs> so good it was good or it oh, just it randomly great. turns into a different song right several times mm-hmm. and everybody just follows along with it love it beautiful those are very th- those are probably some of the best jokes in there but i mean the like mm-hmm. basically abbott and costello routine with mm-hmm. like the hats yeah. i don't know if abbott and costello were later or I'm earlier not, but not super familiar i think later but um that yeah that routine with like the hats and the popcorn mm-hmm. is hysterical we were, we were just basically crying it was, it pretty was good. so good yeah i like the scissors yeah yes that That's inspired me yeah like, like i know you, what i want to do with my life now you really had yeah. like just bring her <laughs> yeah, person like chop half of things different off. extremes of comedy where you had like stuff like that which was like you know he was totally silent right but it was just like i like that choice for him made horny sounds and yeah just messed with people clownishly clowning yeah clownishly. So whereas good. like as a contrast to groucho's character Rufus, right who is just like his mouth just won't stop and <laughs> he's making fun of people like, it's all it. verbal mostly. yeah and so like you have the two sides of that it is really impressive that they are able to do both of them mm-hmm. so effectively also i guess we didn't mention this before this is the first talkie yes that oh we yeah covering. yep and it sounded great yeah the music yeah. and talk yeah it was great. great yeah they'd been doing it for a few years at this point yeah i think which is feels like and leaps and like, downs from yeah mm-hmm. Even I forgot that was kind of part before. of the part of the definition of pre-code stuff is it's like specifically like when talkies started to be a thing, mm. but they weren't enforced. Mm. Oh, I see. They weren't censored at all. Gotcha. Mm. That's that. Interesting. But yeah, also I guess this is kind of the first like very Hollywoody kind of mm. movie. It's not the first American movie. We did Buster Keaton, right? But that was very that, independent. Yeah, it didn't really. It was filmed in Oregon. It wasn't like right. very obviously on sets and stuff yeah. like. I'm, I'm pr- Duck Soup is probably just like straight Hollywood film. Right. Yeah. And as the first one of those, I like that it starts with this like mm-hmm. grand musical number and then instantly gets ridiculous. Wacky. It feels yeah. like it's poking fun at something that we haven't even seen yet. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. kind of awesome. <laughs> it's true. That's probably why it aged so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oops. You know, there's a little bit of truth to every joke. And this was pretty funny. <laughs> I need to write down so. some of his roasts. Yeah, some so of I was them, like, yeah. "Dang, he is." Some of them are really brutal, hardcore. Uh-huh. <laughs> it really was shocking that that was in a movie in the '30s. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like having just even just from what I know of like other, maybe not even movies from that time, but just of the middle of the century, it's just like saying things and seeing things here. That's like, whoa, yeah. they didn't do stuff like this, right? Twenty fifteen, yeah. they wanted to take note. Yes. <laughs> I enjoyed Groucho's humor with other people where he like getting the, I also appreciated that he was short, all the short yeah, characters, short. <laughs> but he would like manipulate the taller guy into calling him mean names or something so he could smack him in the face. Right. But then these other two little clown characters come in and they're dressing up as Groucho, yeah. pulling jokes against him. So it was like this big endless cycle of mm-hmm. weird humor. Mm-hmm. What a trip, guys. Were they on drugs? Did they write this one? I don't think so. They're like, you know, it'll be funny. They didn't even write it. Or they did some of the gags, but like the like script and writing was like other people, I think. Really? And then they added random gags. Yes. That makes it very there's, Hollywood. There's some parts yeah. of it that, so oh, I forgot to mention this earlier. When they were like looking into what to do uh, after their fifth movie, but like before this was actually made, 
they had looked into like stage productions uh and like a radio show like mm. two of them were doing it like a radio show that's and weird. they pulled some jokes from the radio show into this movie mm. and so like the some of the guys who like wrote for the radio show are credited with like additional writing or something gotcha that's yeah. cool yeah but i guess like so far everything we've co- covered is pretty much like writer director kind mm. of stuff and so this is the right. first thing that's not like almost straight auteur cinema no yeah don't know if yeah the director of this did anything similar i wasn't really familiar with his other movies and i didn't dig too deeply i probably should have looked at that more but he seems like he was pretty notable though still at the time you make a mockery of this pod no i'm (laughs) sorry i was so tired we're all tired i was well do you know if he did if the director was involved in all that theater or was that kind of all this marx brothers thing mm, because it was so right so theater Maybe he was. I'm sorry I'm so, like, all over the place. You good, my dude. Blah. Blah. Who is Leo McCary? We need naps. Leo. Please. Film director, screenwriter. If you want to pay for our naps, (laughs) pay us to go to the Patreon account (laughs) that might exist by now. Please subscribe to our Patreon that doesn't exist. In the middle of the night, roughly somewhere U.S. time, Mm -hmm. and you will... Help us make money in our sleep. This exactly. is true. I'll appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sponsor us. Please. To sleep. Oh, yeah. We would love to I make totally you an ASMR I lied to you about Leo McCary. Uh, focusing mainly on screwball comedies during the 30s. Turned towards more socially conscious and overtly religious movies during the 40s. And found success overtly in Overtly religious movies from this Wikipedia. guy? What? Huh. That's what Wikipedia says. Sorry, sorry. I'm, uh, referencing Wikipedia live on the podcast, right? Because I mean, let's be honest. Duck Soup definitely had some religious undertones. <laughs> you know, I think we were all picking up on that. Oh but yeah, yes. Totally. We were just waiting for him to like get like really spiritual with us, just like bring out the full Terrence Malick. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. Do you know what the budget was? Because they had like I a tried, huge variety. Of I tried scenes. to find it. I couldn't find it after just a quick search. It's not listed Rough. in the obvious places. It's it doesn't look like it. Well, if it was their fifth. They probably did have a decent-sized budget. But if it was more of a studio movie. Right. Rather than indie films. Frantically Googling. Google, Google. Awkwardly. Ah. It's okay. We're trying to not. You know, we're just going to try to not. We need coffee. Insert. And we need drinks. Not because of the movie. Right. No, that had me so awake that yes. now I'm more tired. Now I need to recover. I'm feeling kind of... I'm laughing. Kind of dead. But yeah. This makes for really good content. Us just being like, just so you know, guys, <laughs> like, we're tired. We're exhausted. And, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of... I'm sleepy. I, and yeah. I tried to finish writing notes down about this late last night and then watched Joan of Arc, which I told you already. But I'm saying it again for the, the listeners. The I was listeners. up too late. That's the point. You know what it kind of reminded me of? Hmm. No. Like the apple dumpling gang. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just the yeah. l- like mm-hmm. in some of the comedy bits, but that came out in the 70s. Right. So yeah. it's like we just never really quit Not. using these gags. <laughs> it, Yeah. As far as like the quality of the film itself, it's not like it is a massive standout in like production design and score right. and, uh, you know, whatever technical aspects. But as far as just like the the pure comedy yeah. of what's going on it feels just so deeply influential in the american sense so of humor timeless mm-hmm. yeah 
that it's just has been repeated kind of forever and seems like it will be continually repeated forever yeah. and th- the fact that it's still kind of like just as funny if not more funny to us now even in the age of memes <laughs> yeah. says something about that True. you know yeah it just, just informed a just lot of works. things moving forward yeah definitely like yeah i mean they're some of the most popular at the time and influential comedians mm-hmm. still and i mean like these guys you know we've seen those jokes before done right. somewhere else yeah so it's like you know what's gonna happen yeah. Mm-hmm. But it still works just as well. It's still funny, yeah. Yeah, I was really looking forward to maybe it was in Animal Crackers that like I shot an elephant in my pajamas. Oh what no. the elephant was doing in my pajamas, I'll never know. Bit. <laughs> I, I think that's that a Groucho one. line. Probably. I thought that was in this one, but maybe it isn't. And maybe it's not a Groucho line at all. And I'm totally wrong. Who I'm knows? Liar. Who in the hell knows? But I was pretty sure it. I I remembered it being in this movie because I watched it. Hmm. Oh, gosh. Probably last time I saw it was 15 years ago. Whoa. You're not even that old. I would not. Hey. <laughs> don't, don't call me out like that. <laughs> I would not show I'm this just kidding. to someone that young. I am a small child. Reese is either eight years old or like... 70. Yeah. I was going to say like 73. I really can't tell sometimes. I'm, I feel like I, I kind of strike a balance, you know, maybe somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Like a yeah, childish sure. old soul. That's how I identify. Childish old soul? Yes. I like that. I see that. Nice. That, that fits. It's the mm-hmm. ideal, I guess. Yeah, so, exactly. Oh, Abbott and Costello were like a comedy team of the 40s and 50s. Yeah. So definitely Marx Brothers influenced that. Because I was watching those bits and I'm like, oh, yeah. You mean the Abbott and Costello bit that right. I was forced to see all the Very time. Very similar. Mm. Yeah. But Still. good times. Anyway. Indeed. Anyway. So like Sweet. there's a direct line from like keaton and marx brothers to like stuff that we got now and apparently vaudeville is like yeah the great great grandpappy of our sense of humor so, <laughs> the great yeah. grandpappy. just <laughs> variety stage shows i really Get wish those sorts of things still existed yeah not really anymore but you know even if they did they don't now like even if they existed six to eight months ago they don't right. now definitely not now so we're out of luck. If you're listening to this in the future, this is from 2020. Corona time. Hopefully Corona. things are better. Corona time Corona USA. USA. Most likely not. And it's, if anything, you're probably listening to it around when it's coming out. So Corona you know. Coronavirus. I mean, it is evergreen content. Is, hopefully. You know? Yeah. Because, y- you know, us being tired for, for for 35 minutes is, you know, that, that lasts forever. Indeed. It's always as effective as it was the day that we released. And really, that's the point. That's what we're trying to succeed in doing here is <laughs> making content just as iconic and just as capable of uh, standing the test of time as all of the films we're talking about. Mm. And so that's why we, we put a heavy focus into how we're currently doing at the moment of recording yes. and the fact that we are right. recording several of these at the same time. <laughs> and that we're because, sleepy. Yeah, because that just really emphasizes <laughs> how timeless all of this is shout us out in the comments if you are listening to this 80 years in the future whoa oh yes give me a hate tweet then i'll take yes. it you probably will take it i will because you'll be dead yeah i won't have a choice cyber link i'll just Wait, take it <laughs> how old would you be you'd be 100 in 80 years yeah. i will be 101 dang i'm an i'm an oldie wow. time flies when you're having fun you well, so you already know the next 80 years are going to be all good things? I mean, I mean, 
<laughs> as long as it's better <laughs> than 2020. <laughs> yeah. Which Hopefully. I guess it's not hard, but the you know, bar we'll is pretty low. 2021 yes. kicks our ass. It's sad because everything that was on the slate for 2020 was going to be rad. It's gonna oh be yeah. Good it was gonna and be then a good year. you think all of that's going to get pushed to 2021 and it might, but it's not like we're also getting the 2021 stuff. Right. And if we do, then it's the best year of all time. It's true. Crank in out. comparison, 2021 could be the best year of all time. There's a few things that can change here in the last few months of 2020 that can can make 2021 feel like a pretty great year in comparison. Let's manifest Dune. it. 2021 will be the Dune year. Trailer. Specifically, Dune. We Timothy! really need Dune to be good Please. and perform well enough that the sequel actually gets made, for sure. Yes. And right. on top of that, Mike Mills needs yes. to finally come mm-hmm. out with that freaking movie. His new movie stars Joaquin Phoenix. <gasps> Gasp. Oh, man. Such excite. But Timothy Chalamet. <sighs> and everyone else. That's a good point. Like, he's Jason no Ryan Momoa. Gosling, but like. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Effortlessly. <God damn> it. <laughs> it's easy now. It's like a second language for me. You just in your sleep, you're just like Ryan Gosling. I'm like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Huh, what Ryan? So, sorry, um, what? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was talking about uh, R- Ryan Johnson. Goss- Gosling. It's that guy up too. Ryan Gos Johnson. Whoa, Ryan Gus Johnson uh, Reynolds. Reynolds, yes. It's a lot of people. John John. Imagine Krasinski. Imagine the Ryan movie. Directed by Ryan Johnson, starring Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds. Oh my gosh, I don't think I would survive that movie. Could be pretty good. My heart with would music just burst. by Ryan Tedder. Oh my gosh, I would explode. No, like if I didn't, if I wasn't like married to one of them by the end of the movie, <laughs> I would just combust. Yes, each audience member gets to marry <laughs> one of them by the end of the film. <laughs> it's a choose your own adventure film. Whoa. I would marry I know, Ryan Johnson. I know who I would choose. <laughs> I know which adventure I'll choose. <laughs> Hunter, which Ryan would you choose? You have two options because we took the other two. Wait. Which Ryan would you marry? Which ones did you guys take? I'm sorry. I. Uh, you took Johnson probably. Yeah. Hannah probably took Gosling. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Haven will take Ryan Tedder. I don't care about Ryan Tedder, so I guess it's Reynolds. Dang. I, I'm I, imagining you and Ryan Reynolds being in a long and fulfilling okay. relationship. I think I'm not like a huge fan, choice. but he's all right. Yeah, I think he that's why Deadpool. he'd like you. I think he'd that you guys like, would be funny. We can tolerate each other. Right. I, I think that's all you really need for a marriage. Like, that's, that's what good. I've seen modeled for a marriage. So. <laughs> this is true. Just tolerating each other as much as you can. And if not, then maybe, maybe go on vacation, go to a hotel for a few days. He's pretty know. wealthy. You'll be fine. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I think he does okay. He's taken though. And worst case scenario, if you guys were to happen to split up, you'll probably get a decent amount of money from that exchange. So, Ooh, yeah. that's the way to go. But wait. I followed him. You just have to... He, re- ma- he met a married woman. Replace Blake Lively. <laughs> I think it was his wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oops. Whoops. Hunter, you're prettier than Blake Lively. Mm. And that's just facts. Like, I know you guys I mean, can't see him because of the pod. You know, we don't... We haven't filmed them yet, but Hunter is a... It's a very, very beautiful man. Beautiful man. Like Blake Lively. I don't believe you. Mm, should be scared. It's I have okay. to steal your man. It's okay. mm. Mm. 
Blake Lively can't keep up. No. <laughs> no, she can't. <laughs> in stuff, but never together. That is weird. Have they been in something together? I don't know. Anyway, that was we've been I here feel for like, like forty did, minutes. Is that, did now. we exercise all of our duck soupness? I think so. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't have as much to say on this one as perhaps on some, but uh, a little bit of a shorter episode than last time. But it's all good. It's been a it's been a long day of recording. Has indeed. Not that Happiness. we bank episodes. What? We would never do that. <laughs> recording other things. That's that's anyway. terrible. Uh, just the thought of that really is disgusting. Yes. But, you know, we can wrap it up here. I think we've plugged some of the things. I think so. We'll put, we'll we'll put the things com. we didn't already plug in the description. Uh, and as we say here at the end, every episode of the Movie Overload podcast. <laughs> this movie gave me another out for the silent option. Thankfully. Uh, no. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, I always forget to like pick out a line wait, wait, wait. when I watch the movie. There was one, and now I was like, oh, I'm yeah. going to remember that, and I forgot it. I'll set you up. I'll set okay, you up for it. And as we say here at the end of every episode of the Movie Overload podcast. Hey, Han, why don't you come on over and don't forget to bring some cheese? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was something like that. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to use that as a pickup there line. There you go. <laughs> bring me cheese. <laughs> I like that. That was wonderful. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> Dating advice. 101, oh, bring cheese. And help him clean up the crackers in his bed. Love maybe. of my life. Oh, right, yeah. Love he got all those crackers gotta, in his bed. He's got to do it himself. He was Otherwise. just sitting there yes. eating the soda crackers. Nibbling crackers. And we need cheese. Which I really vibe with. It was great. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.